July 20th. As we focus our attention now on the New Testament, our reading today will be from the book of Romans, chapter 6, verses 1 through 23. You know, being a Christian is a matter of life or death. Persons who do not understand the grace of God argue, if God is so gracious, then we should sin more so we receive more grace. Well, those who trust Christ are identified with Him by the Spirit in His death, burial, and resurrection. As pictured in baptism, the old life is buried. We can reckon it dead 
and walk in newness of resurrection life. Now, being a Christian, we'll learn here as we read, is a matter of bondage or freedom. Which would you prefer? Who is your master, Jesus Christ or the old life? Listen, you are not under the authority of Moses, but that does not mean you have freedom to break God's moral law. Yield yourself to the Lord. He is the most wonderful master, and the salary he pays, by the way, lasts forever. Being a Christian is a matter of rewards or wages. We quote this verse as we witness to the lost, and rightly so. But Paul, remember, wrote it originally to believers. Although God forgives the sins of his children, he may not stop the painful consequences of sin. The pleasures of sin are never compensated for the wages of sin. Sinning is not worth it. And now, let's begin our reading today in the New Testament. July 20th, Romans chapter 6. Verses 1 through 23. Well, then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more kindness and forgiveness? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? Or have you forgotten that when we became Christians and were baptized to become one with Christ Jesus, we died with Him? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live new lives. Since we have been united with Him in His death, we will also be raised as He was. Our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our lives. We are no longer slaves to sin, for when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin— and since we died with Christ, we know we will all share His new life. We are sure of this because Christ rose from the dead, and He will never die again. Death no longer has any power over Him. He died once to defeat sin, and now He lives for the glory of God. So you should consider yourselves dead to sin and able to live for the glory of God through Christ Jesus. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to its lustful desires. Do not let any part of your body become a tool of wickedness to be used for sinning. Instead, give yourselves completely to God, since you have been given new life, and use your whole body as a tool to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master. For you are no longer subject to the law, which enslaves you to sin. Instead, you are free by God's grace. So, since God's grace has set us free from the law, does this mean we can go on sinning? Of course not. Don't you realize that whatever you choose to obey becomes your master? You can choose sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God and receive His approval. Thank God! Once you were slaves of sin, but now you have obeyed with all your heart the new teaching God has given you. Now you are free from sin, your old master, and you have become slaves to your new master, righteousness. I speak this way. 
using the illustration of slaves and masters, because it is easy to understand. Before, you let yourselves be slaves of impurity and lawlessness. Now you must choose to be slaves of righteousness, so that you will become holy. In those days, when you were slaves of sin, you weren't concerned with doing what was right. And what was the result? It was not good, since now you are ashamed of the things you used to do, things that end in eternal doom. But now you are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord.
Psalm 16, verses 1 through 11. And here's what we'll learn about as we read this psalm today. You've taken a giant step toward true Christian maturity when you can say to the Lord and mean it, My goodness is nothing apart from you. We'll learn about good fellowship. God's people are not perfect, of course, but we should delight in their fellowship and not in the fellowship of the world's crowd. The world needs our witness. But we must take care not to start loving the world in the process. We'll read about having a good heritage. Not just God's gifts, but God Himself. What a joy it is to let God choose your inheritance for you instead of acting like the world and fighting for your you know, place in the sun. We'll read about good counsel. God gives wisdom if you will ask Him. God teaches you in the darkness as well as in the light. And we'll read about good hope. This passage is one of the few in the Old Testament dealing with resurrection. It refers to the resurrection of Christ. And that is what gives us our sure and steadfast hope. Psalm 16, verses 1 through 11, a psalm of David. Keep me safe, O God, for I have come to you for refuge. I said to the Lord, You are my master. All the good things I have are from you. The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. Those who chase after other gods will be filled with sorrow. I will not take part in their sacrifices or even speak the names of their gods. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance! I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for He is right beside me. No wonder my heart is filled with joy, and my mouth shouts His praises. My body rests in safety. For you will not leave my soul among the dead, or allow your godly one to rot in the grave. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence, and the pleasures of living with you forever. Proverbs 19 Verses 20 and 21 Get all the advice and instruction you can, and be wise the rest of your life. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. farmer and a teacher, a hooker and a preacher, riding on a midnight bus bound for Mexico. One was headed for vacation, one for higher education, and two of them were searching for lost souls. That driver never ever saw the stop sign. Eighteen-wheelers can't stop on a dime There are free wooden crosses On the right side of the highway 
Why there's not four of them Heaven only knows I guess it's not what you take When you leave this world behind you It's what you leave behind you when you go That farmer left to harvest A home in 80 acres The faith and love for growing things In his young son's heart And that teacher left her wisdom In the minds of lots of children And did her best to give them all a better start And that preacher whispered Can't you see the promised land As he laid his bloodstained Bible in that hooker's hand There are three wooden crosses On the right side of the highway Why there's not four of them Heaven only knows I guess it's not what you take When you leave this world behind you It's what you leave behind you when you go That's the story that our preacher told last Sunday As he held that blood-stained Bible up us to see. He said, bless the farmer and the teacher and the preacher who gave this Bible to my mama who read it to me. There are three wooden crosses on the right side of the highway. Why there's not four of them, now I guess we know. It's not what you take when you leave this world behind you It's what you leave behind you when you go There are three wooden crosses on the right side of the highway And then I grew up, and then I got old. 